All right, time for another episode of Wheeler's World. Game on with my boy Ken and Nicholas in studio. A little hey, bit of a gamer. We, you and I have been known to dabble a little bit. A little bit. Uh, today what we wanted to talk about is uh, eSports, online gaming, some big things happening in the world of eSports. A lot of money being thrown around out there, Ken. Yeah, definitely, especially recently. A lot of money in a lot, a lot of different games. So. And eSports has struggled for to be legitimate for a while. It took a while for it to get to the point where you know ESPN is picking it up or other people would recognize that, hey, that dude, that's a legit competition. There's always been that struggle. It used to be, oh, it's just nerds you know, playing games. <laughs> now it's like this huge thing. Big sponsors behind it uh, because of all that. I mean, the fan base, the people, the spectators watching, there's a lot of money being thrown around. We just had some huge tournaments. Uh, let's go ahead and cover some of the international tournaments, some of the bigger ones, Fortnite World Cup, other ones that you know, sure, and yeah. what you've got coming up. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, like, um, well, eSports, it's big, right? In South Korea, huge. StarCraft, they have television channels dedicated to that. So, internationally, eSports is huge, but it kind of never hit that stride in america till recently like you said right and you know we had that Fortnite world cup and i think that's really like brought the whole esports thing really into the limelight yeah. um even though there's already like there's the tekken world tour there's, there's overwatch shows, there's leagues, a bunch yeah halo leagues uh i mean you name the game there's a league now not all of them are on that Fortnite level because yeah. now Fortnite is kind of the the game in the states and around the world it's yeah. the one that everybody is playing even pro athletes there yeah. were stories about baseball players in the dugout during games in the clubhouse playing That's Fortnite. That's crazy. That's so insane. It's so insane because when you get into it, whoever is into it, I mean, it's like, dude, nonstop. Kids are just on it. Summer break now. Kids are just on Fortnite all the time. Parents, I'm sure. I mean, it's so easy to play it's mobile. Like, you play it on a Switch. You play it on the phone. Yeah. You know, you play it anywhere instead of just ridiculous. like, oh, I need my console. It's exactly. like, oh, I got right, I'm console we got to go out okay i'll just have my phone or i have my tablet you can play it anywhere it's wild i mean uh, so the, you know they they epic right epic games yep. they're the company they fronted the money for their world cup so they fronted 30 million dollars 30 million dollars for you know, fortnite is a hundred player battle royale so yeah. they i guess they invited the top 100 players i don't know how it was there i don't know how they picked that regional qualifiers or something because you can't just be like oh yeah i'm good i know like i mean it's limited to 100 players so the 100 players joined um, 16 year old Juan so he took home a cool 3 million 3 million dollars for million. 16 year old and then the 100th place 100 to 50th took in 100,000 each that's even Not dude shabby give, for being yeah, the first one give out give me last place I'll walk out of there with 100 grand I'm totally happy that is insane cars paid off rent for a while all the bills taken care of i'm set i'm gonna go play some more Fortnite because next time i'm entering the tournament again. so and this was two weeks ago right that was two and a half yeah three just weeks, three weeks ago yeah just just recently so it surpassed the highest ever prize pool for a final um by a couple million dollars it was 30 million but that just got surpassed last week really by um this game called dota and it's made by valve and um the way Dota works is it's like a five-on-five five game. They're called a multi-online battle adventure. It's called a MOBA, mm-hmm. right? It, MOBA? And it's been around for uh, a, a Defense while. Defense of the Ancients. Ken. There you go. Defense of the Ancients. That's the official name of what Dota is, right? Yeah. Nobody, it, nobody goes long-term, long-hand. Yeah, you know, nobody people who play Dota yeah. don't call it Defense of the Ancients. Right. But, 
<laughs> so this is something that you're into. I, I do, you know, because it's a 15-year-old game. And it started as a custom game for another game. Like the first ever online game I ever played. It was was called Warcraft 3. And then yeah. um, it was a custom map for it that was so popular that they branched out and made its own independent title called It's Dota. like Counter-Strike. Exactly. It evolved like, from something else. Yep. Somebody, hey, man, I put this thing together. And that's one of the biggest games online still. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, it's crazy. Like, you know, you've got a good game concept and idea. It'll last throughout the ages because at its base level, it's just fun to play. Right. Because so, the mechanics are sound. Uh, you know, it's easy to pick up, but difficult to master. Yeah. You've spent how much time on this thing? Too are many you hours. at that elite level no, master $3 million? I'm not even close. So, okay. So, Dota, they have a big yearly tournament called the Invitational. But Valve doesn't put up the money for this. So what they do is they make a compendium, uh, like a battle pass, kind of like in Fortnite, where you spend money okay, and you kind of level up your account and you get kind of like character aesthetics or you get some voice chat Yeah, the lines, premium currency. Right? Yeah, you get the skins. So yeah. depending on how much money you put in, like a 50% or 25% of this gross money goes to the pot of the Invitational, ah, the biggest tournament. So you buy in. Yes. So that pot is over $35 million currently. <laughs> currently. The Dude. tournament is still a month away, but it's, it's currently playing its like qualifying rounds. Right. And it's over $35 million. Jeez. That's $35 million. That, and that's, not, that's just the percentage. So you imagine the, the, the How amount much of people are spending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're into it, if you're that dedicated to get to that level, you're going to spend money on it. Yeah. If I download a game on my phone, I'm like, hey, this is cool. I saw a review for it. And I was like, all right, cool. And once I hit that paywall, I'm out. Yep. If I'm not that into the game, I'm yeah, out. Exactly, and they're exactly. like, hey, would you like to continue? Or, hey, you can upgrade this. It's only $9.99. I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'm done. But if it's a game that I really, really like, I'll drop a few bucks here and there. Uh, Star Trek Timelines, I still play that on my phone. I drop like yeah, maybe $20 a month, just a little bit. Just say, hey, let me beef yeah. up the roster a little bit. If but, you like the game, right? You yeah. gotta throw it support. If like, I don't like the game, immediately when that dollar sign pops up, I'm out. I, I'm just I'm done. Delete the game. I remove it from my library. Never gonna look at it again. So you have to grab people right away. Yes. You gotta get into the game because then, you know, uh, if I'm playing it and I'm like, dude, okay, the mechanics are good. I like this. I like the style. I want to progress. I want to complete everything. I want to fill out my roster. I want to get the deck or whatever it is. All right. Exactly. I like it enough. But if I don't, I'm out. Yeah. So I mean, $35 million is 35 a percentage million. of what people have spent on it. And it's only been three months. The, the companions only, it opens up like at May. Jeez. And then it lasts until the actual day of the Invitational, right? So Dude, That's a lot of money, That's man. $35 million for a 15-year-old game. So this is a game that's already in its maturity. Right. Oh, that's, as far as video games go, that's ancient. That's incredible. That's wild. You think about... You don't uh, play those games anymore. <laughs> no, you think about a, a single-player game, uh, you know, just a campaign mm -hmm. story mode game from 2004. I guarantee you it looks like junk. Mechanics don't hold up. We've evolved past that. Hey, we figured out how the, the, the user interface should be better. So a game that can stand the test of time. I mean, I would go and fire up Warcraft 2 right now. Mm -hmm. That, to me, yes, it looks dated. The controls, eh, but it's a fun game For that sure. I have very fond memories of, and I will play. Some of the old King's Quest games, I will fire those up right now. I love them. They have four different colors, you know, eight <laughs> colors. But because I love the game so much, I'll fire it up. And so for a game to have that staying power 
in this industry that is, dude, you can be the hottest game on the planet for a month, and then your online base drops 90% after that first month. Yeah. That's standard. Yeah. Games figure that. They're like, hey, man, we're going to be hot for a couple months, but then after that, it's going to go away. We're going to shut down servers. We're just... Yeah, we want that month. So to have that kind of staying power is remarkable. And these are like type of uh, kind of new genres because what they do in Dota is every month or every couple of months they patch the game so they rebalance all the characters in the game. So it always stays fresh and and I think it's a, it's typically the new model of a lot of these games out there now that are trying to like introduce their product at launch and then you know adjust tweaks right. based on feedback from the the players. And then make balance changes every year. So you, you got to do that. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a double-edged sword for me. Yes. Because back in the day, if a game launched and it was buggy, didn't work, it was broken, that's it. Done. That's what you get. That is the game that is going to be forever. Now, if a game does launch, users are going to find the bugs. They're going to find the glitches. They're going to find everything that's wrong with it. Now the developer can go back and be like, okay, hey, let's fix this. Uh, in a month, we got a patch coming out. Here's all the patch notes. They're very transparent about that. They're like, this is what we're patching. This is what we're fixing. we got balance issues here, this glitch. But now also too many developers are relying on that. I hate the day one patch. Oh, yeah. When I first buy a game, I'm like, I'm stoked to get it. It's available. Click to buy. Boom. Download it. Okay, let's fire it up. I want to play. I've got the night off. Wait, update. 30 yeah, gig, thirty gig update That's on day wild. one. That I, is ridiculous. I hate it. I hate it. So, so it is that double edged sword. Yes, I love the fact that a developer can fix a game, but also I hate the fact that they're releasing junk so early. Yeah, it's like selling a brand new car where it doesn't run right. It's got three wheels the instead of four. Car. Yeah, the, the, the signal, blinkers don't yeah. work. Nothing works. But hey, it looks nice. So it, it's tough. Fix the games, but my thing is, like, Anthem is a prime example. Anthem just came out from BioWare, EA. God, don't get me started on EA. Uh, really anticipated. It came out. Uh, the mechanics, I love it. I mean, you get, basically get to fly around like Iron Man, mm -hmm, flying, mm -hmm. shooting, team up with people, partner up, go explore the world. But it was so glitched, so buggy, so many uh, loot issues. The drops, the rates were all over the place. I mean, I'm grinding things out. I'm at the highest difficulty level, and I'm getting, like, common gear. I'm like, wait a minute. I kind of oh, put in the time yeah. to, can I get? And then other dudes that are playing, you know, oh, I just like, fired it up, and they're getting legendary yeah. stuff. I'm like, well, what's, what's, what's going on here? So that game, they're, they're fixing it. But I think they've already lost too much of their, mm. their base that they're just not going to get it back. Mm -hmm. Now that they've got a new patch out, new stuff, there's a new area you can explore, a new cataclysm, all this. I might get back into it, but I feel like it's just too little too late. Yeah. Because that first impression in a game is key. And it's social media, too. If you get blasted by a few guys, a big streamer is like, oh, your game's junk. Well, then there you go. Their 100,000 people are going to be like, oh, I'm not playing it. It's crazy how big of an influence uh, like streamers do have yeah. on whether or not your, your game performs well, right? Like, uh, what comes to mind is there's a game called Apex Legends. Yep. It's basically a mix of Fortnite and Overwatch, yeah. right? And Overwatch and Fortnite are stellar huge. games yeah so apex legends had a huge month an opening month where everyone shifted over to it mm -hmm. but then that hype just kind of died down because you know s some streamers are like you know i'd rather just play fortnite or whatever that's where all my friends are and then you got like a guy like uh ninja who has probably put fortnite to the forefront of 
gaming right. and and you know actually to the main press and media. Um, and he has like officially switched over from Twitch, which was his starting platform. This is a big. This is a big story. Yeah, to Mixer, which is a new streaming platform from Microsoft. And of course, that's Microsoft the one that is embedded in the money. Xbox One. Yeah. I always see it. I don't go on it. I don't watch it. I'm like, yeah. what the hell is this? Can I delete it? He has a million uh, followers on there now. Yeah, which so, is wild because that's he didn't even have that now on Twitch because you know like over time people don't want to watch him so they leave. Right. right, his subs are like way lower than that, but. He's got a huge following. He's and, ridiculous. Uh, you know, it's his career. He can do what he wants. People are like, oh, where's the loyalty? Twitch made you what you are. Mm-hmm. You're a millionaire because of Twitch and all this. And he's following for maybe a bigger paycheck, whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's his career, not mine. I honestly, I don't care for the dude. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't watch him. I don't watch any of those streamers. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch Dean play Apex Legends. Dojo <laughs> Dean. He's playing. He's back in it. I see him on Twitter all the time. He's playing a lot. So I just I don't let what a streamer a popular dude with purple hair is playing there influence my gaming. There's so many games out that got terrible reviews. Nobody follows. Nobody plays that. It's not trending. That I absolutely love. Yeah, and I'm gonna play them. I don't care what someone else. It's you know gaming. It's like music. What you're into, that's what you're into. Don't let a review. Oh, this new album. Oh, Bob Dylan. It uh, oh, got yeah. terrible reviews. Whatever. I'm still buying it and I'm still listening to it. Yeah, and it's a crazy dynamic. Like I, I think that really, uh, you know, as a publisher, you're like, what are you catering to? Are you going to cater towards like a Fairweather fan who like, are you just really trying to get into a branded celebrity to market right. your product, or are you just looking for, you know, happy with the people who like your game yeah. liking your game, right? Do you want to so. be trending or do you want to put out a quality product exactly that's crazy so that's the tough part and we got a little sidetrack there yeah we did talking longevity with uh dota the big 35 million dollar tournament coming up it's wild they have this thing uh, there's a a free documentary on youtube it's about an hour long it's called true sight and it's the it's the story of the two teams that made it to the finals of the invitational last year in 2018 Mm. and the invitational i where was it? I think this year it's in Shanghai. I forgot where it was in last year. I think it was in Canada. So uh, and they play in a big stadium like the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yeah, like an whatever. arena, like an like arena. Forty thousand people there watching yep. a couple dudes play video games. Yeah, I think it's dope. So dude. you got to actually watch this documentary. It's amazing to see like the amount of pressure that you know these teams. Of I think five I did watch that. Was that so on Netflix? Awesome. I don't know if it was on Netflix, but it was. It's on YouTube. Like you can you can watch the full thing on YouTube. I saw one. And it's a Chinese team versus a uh, European team, mm. and it's really interesting to see the dynamic between like, like the attitude between the two players. Like the Chinese team is really arrogant, or at least the you know cut to look right. arrogant and uh, it's edited that way, cocky. And then the other team is like you know they didn't even belong in the finals, mm. but they somehow made it. And they're the really Cinderella like, story. Yeah, they're really just happy to be there, and you know, just make you know most of the moment. And it's really, really good. Mm. Like if you if you're not into esports, and that's something you are like, it's a good introduction to the definitely. world. Definitely, check because it out. you think, oh, it's just these dudes playing video games, but it's a huge thing. And it's not like they just show up to the tournament, play, uh, did I win? I'm gonna oh, go yeah. back to my couch. Like you got to practice. The guys that play Madden, the guys that play NBA, the guy FIFA, whatever the game is, Overwatch. You got to put in the work, dude, to be at that level. It's yeah. like shooting free throws. You yeah. got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. Anyone who's a pro, like, that's their job. Yeah, that, that, you know, and they're legitimate. It's full time. Yeah, you these know. pros that are making this money. Yeah, okay, maybe they're sixteen, but that's their job. They're not like, um, 
Yeah. I'm an investment banker as well. No, you're not. <laughs> they're not. They're not playing one hour to three hours a day. They're right. playing like twelve hours a day, yeah. like minimum probably. You know, they're I think even when I do have a marathon gaming session, it's not even twelve hours a day. I can't do it. You know, I do some long gaming sessions, I'll, and it's I'll probably go. not even four hours. Probably. Yeah. I mean, maybe so. five, six. If I got a day off, it's like a weekend. I wake up early. I'm like, you know what? Let me fire up Skyrim. Yeah. Gonna go. I mean, I've spent three four hours just rearranging my house oh, like okay my potions have to go in this chest my armor has to go over here but my swords they're in this case and your regular house is a little more dirty it's a little bit yeah, it's a little, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, i don't know I'm i need guessing. to organize my real house instead of my skyrim <laughs> yes. but it's yeah. easy to get lost in it but those guys they put the time in because i mean with that kind of prize money on the line even if you That's lose wild. you get 100 grand hey i'm gonna it's put wild. in some work it's wild it's insane yeah and those dudes that you know lost not really lost, but they got the hundred grand. They're like, you know what? That's a lot of money. But the dude that won got, you know, three thirteen mil, yeah. times, you know, yeah. thirty times that. Yeah. I think I should put in a little bit more work. I, you know what? And I, I think it's great because you know, the, the one thing that really will take esports to the next level is the main brand exposure for companies to be like, hey, this is a worthwhile demographic to actually approach and hit. Yeah. So you know, it, I mean, a huge amount of prize money is great. But the exposure is the greatest, yeah. and then, you know you're seeing it with like TNT or other TV channels where they where they throw uh, those type of events, and, and you've seen it ESPN, you see you see yeah the Ocho yeah the news about the the winners, and it's crazy. Like this weekend, we just had Evolution, which is the biggest fighting game tournament in the world, um, and that's been going on since like maybe 1999. I would yeah, say it's Evo or, Japan, right? Yeah. Uh, there's Evo Japan is in January, but this okay. one is the one in Vegas. Okay, so I had a bunch of great uh, gaming and a lot of money on the line as well. I, Fighting it wasn't games, three million dollars, but yeah. you know it's there and it's really really popular. But see, so, those have been around forever. The yeah. fighting game tournaments. I think the fighting games because dude, it's one on one. It's simple. You don't need to. Hey, we don't. We got to network everything. We've got a hundred people for this battle royale fighting game. Bring your own controller, whatever you call them, your pad. Yeah, joystick or whatever. Joystick, pad, yeah. Whatever. Don't yeah. act like it. you're like, whatever. What I, is bring it? You got a I bring a joystick. I bring a joystick. You know, it's custom okay. me, but whatever. It was whatever. It's <laughs> built. It's, it's carbon fiber. It's titanium. You know, it's got a, a red <laughs> switches yeah. in the uh, buttons. So bring so. that. Hook it up. Select your player. Boom, 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 boom. You're, you're set. It's one TV. All right, we're going to broadcast for everybody else. So those are easy to set up. Yeah. You've put together tournaments with fighting games. Sure, we Those are do. the easiest yeah. ones. Yeah. You do a battle royale. Hey, we need Epic Games money to put this together and land it up. So and those are easy. Yeah, that's crazy. Fighting games. You come from that background. Uh, big Evo tournament. What's uh, what's the one you were keeping an eye on? Was there a At game? Evo? Yeah. Um, I like the Dragon Ball game. There's yeah. a Dragon Ball Fighters game, and the the guy who won it is like you know he's been the best player for the past few years, and it was a good grand final. He and this other guy had a good rivalry. Rivalry. His name was Goichi. It's a Japanese mm. guy. He won. It was pretty awesome to see him win. Japanese guy won a Dragon Ball Z fighter. Did. That's, he, wow. But, you know, there's a black guy uh, right. who got second, and he won. He beat that guy last year. Ooh. So they have this, like, close rivalry. On, but it was, And uh, the guy who got second is named Sonic Fox. He's incredible. Hmm. He, he got second there, and he also won the Mortal Kombat 11 tournament. This uh, Japanese guy named Bonchan won the Street Fighter Five tournament, which is, you know, Street Fighter. has yep. been around forever. And then uh, this... Guy who's also good at Street Fighter, but kind of gone on the radar for a while. His name was Infiltration. It's Korean. He won the Samurai Showdown 
And then they had a bunch of other games. They had Smash, which is There's really a lot popular. of them. Some of them that are established, like you said, Street Fighter, yeah. Tekken, those are going to be the ones. But then there's other offshoots like, hey, man, can we be featured in your, yeah. your tournament? You know, They've got good fan bases. They just need that exposure. And for whatever reason, competitors will latch on to mm-hmm. a few games. Yeah. If it's mechanics or, hey, just like the art style. Like, we, I think when, that's what it's got to be. So. When, you want, when you did the... Uh, the the tournament and you did the Dragon Ball fight, dude. That's an exciting game to watch. I have it no is, idea what's right? going on. I, I, there's no way I would have just been button mashing. But you guys are putting together these seventeen whatever combos, and it looks good. It looks exciting. It looks like the anime. It really yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, it's like full. There are full on cutscenes yeah. and you know things like boom, 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 trigger the combo. All right, here it's going like we're cutting into commercial break. You know, <laughs> cutting. We're going to be back, and he's going to finish his combo. So it's a great looking game. There are other. Fighting games that aren't as flashy with all the different explosions and all this, you know. Uh, Tekken is just, you know, pretty much. Oh, Tekken was big there. But (laughs) whatever latches onto a particular game, like Dragon Ball Z, that's that's exciting to watch. Oh, it definitely was. I had a lot of fun with that tournament. I was getting invested. I don't know those dudes that are playing. I don't know who's fighting, but I'm watching the screen. I'm like, this is insane. I mean, it's flashy. It looks good. Like you don't really does. You you don't really have to understand the execution to know that it looked. Like, oh, that was awesome. Well, yeah, when the guy is shooting out a 40-foot laser beam out of his face, I'm assuming you did something right. Yeah, exactly. And it looks like the the, the cartoon, the anime, that that same style, they weren't like, we're going to reimagine. No, don't do that. You got the fan base, stick to what works, and it is super good looking. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, like Smash, which is the most popular game on Guam. I believe it's also the most popular game at Evo. It had the most uh, attendees. Um, A guy named MK Leo won it, and he's a great player. Um, super exciting. That's the thing that we have at the Laddie Esports yeah. League. We have Smash and Tekken, um, and that's they're ex- exciting games. They're so fun to watch, man. Fun. They're fun to watch. Even though I have no idea what's going on and I couldn't play, I would have been eliminated day one, minute one. It's fun to watch. Uh, since you uh, name dropped a little bit, subtle plug there for I the esports. Uh, let's talk about Laddie Esports, man. What you got coming so up? We have a and third qualifier on August seventeenth. So that's Saturday, not this coming Saturday, but next week Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's at a Ganya shopping center. Uh, tournaments start at 11, but registration opens at 9.30. And uh, you can register online. You can go to laddieesports.com. That's L-A-T-T-E-E-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. You can register for that event. It's $5. It's kind of cool. So we have a, you, can, you can play Smash. There's a double elimination Smash tournament. And, of course, there's a Tekken uh, tournament. And the winners get prize money. Um, and they also get points to qualify for our team right. thing, which is the biggest thing about the league. So we have four teams already set. We have Tango Theaters. We have uh, Coffee Slut. I saw the jerseys. Yeah. Dude, looking sharp. You know, right? They Dude, look pretty good, those, right? Can I get a jersey? You can, Andy. I, I want my name actually, on the back. Actually, you know, Tango Theaters asked if you could be their celebrity player. Done. Okay. So Wait, you, do I have to be good at the game? No. Because I feel like I would no, let... No, no, Dude, if I'm repping Tango, I got to rep. So this is how it works. Okay, so this is how it works. We got four teams, right? Uh, Guam, Winwood Memorial, Tango Theaters, Coffee Slut, um, Blackfire, right? These these are four organizations. Each team has three players. Okay. So each team picks uh, one celebrity player. So Tango picked you. So the celebrity players every month will face off against another team in Street Fighter 2. Okay. Old school. Like, oh, we're going kicking it old school. Street All right. Street Fighter 2. All right. You guys are playing Street Fighter 2. Who do I got to smash? 
There's a couple names out there. John Tuck, Kyle Uggen. Oh. Um, I haven't been told the, th- the fourth guy. But Why do anyway. they have to actually be fighters? <laughs> Why, are you trying to get me beat up? I don't know. Why, why is that like <laughs> okay maybe all they're right. not as good i gotta think about fighter than they are as a, i'm hoping that they, they use all that in the ring <laughs> instead of the actual video game oh for sure and then <laughs> those uh, guys are actually punching people's faces instead <laughs> of playing the video game but um <laughs> you know i guess you know you like what you like you know yeah yeah, so, yeah. whatever you're into i'll stick to the joystick <laughs> the other two spots of the team are for the smash people who play smash uh ultimate uh-huh and they to earn that spot, you have to qualify from either winning a qualifier, which is the one on August 17th, right. or placing high. So there's a, like a league standing on our page that you can check out. So see. it is a standing that you can work your way up. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like going, because you got some really good guys that are playing. Sure. But it's not like you go in and be like, I won the whole thing. Yeah. They're, they're, you could, hey, man, I placed middle of the pack. I know what I got to work on. Next tournament, beef it up a little bit, work on some things. You can increase your standing and end up being that top dog. For sure. Nobody Actually. shows up first day and wins everything. Yep. Like right now, there are people who've gone to the first two and like lost in the first round. Yeah. If they get fourth place in the next one, they're going to clinch a spot. Right. So they're going to be on a team. So it's really like accessible to everyone. And even after the team thing begins, like once we've already clinched players, um, the league, there will be a league champion at the end of the year. Nice. And then, you know, they may get a custom ring. I don't hey, know. They, but they're definitely going to get money. So there will be trophies involved and, and things of that nature. But, like, you know, it's just a little way to get involved in that type of genre of gaming. Um, and, you know, just to, like, kind of increase the level of competition. Uh, yeah, and expose good players on Guam to competition, that competition atmosphere. Yeah. Never know few years down the line we may send a dude to evo we may send a dude from guam to the Fortnite world cup we i mean may, we, we you will. know whatever so we, we th- we're talking already about uh maybe whoever wins the league not the teams but the the, the highest individual standing at mm-hmm. the end of the year just sending them to japan uh, evo japan in january so i'll be their chaperone I mean, i'll do it yeah <laughs> i'll do it ken we're gonna see if we can fit this in the budget you know Sean, we're looking for a couple more sponsors to fit it but you know like it's, it's definitely on there so check it out august 17th laddie esports uh if you're a pro or you're just looking to try it out get into that competition don't worry about it whatever your skill level try it out because i when i was there uh it's a pretty cool community because you guys yes there's that competitive fire like i want to really destroy this dude but afterwards like oh man i tried to trick oh that was a nice combo you got me there like it's a sharing of hey good stuff man i like the way you did that yeah that's something i've been working on i was practicing that all weekend whatever you know the it's kids a cool are a lot atmosphere. nicer than I am, but, you know. Yeah, in, under your breath, you're really cursing them out. But, <laughs> but um, actually, you know, something else that we have there, if you just want to see it, um, every event we have a free tournament you can enter. Nice. And it's a single elimination tournament brought to you by Guam Windward Memorial. Excellent. One of our sponsors. So it's free to enter, but it's single elimination, not double elimination. So once you lose, you're out. You're out. Just like in life. You don't uh, yeah. get extra lives. Yeah. Okay? That's why it's important to plan your future with Guam Windward Memorial. Wow. Good tie-in. Right? Wow. So, here's interesting. It's a random game every month. This month is Soul Calibur Six. Ooh. You enter it, the top three people get their names entered into a raffle. So, this happens every month till December. Oh, and sweet. in December, we're going to pull for a switch. So, you nice. can enter a free tournament, okay. place top three, get your name in for a free switch. I, that's win-win. That a is free a, switch. You just got to be good at that's games. That's win-win-winward. 
Okay, yeah, that was yeah. a stretch. All right, okay, okay. I'm hoping for extra, okay. extra funds from yeah, right, right. there. Thank you, thank you for the plug. So there's a lot of uh, incentives to go out, uh, support. If you've got a friend wants to try it out, you're going to go and accompany them. Dude, jump in the free tournament. You yeah. might end up winning a Switch eventually. Exactly. Or be like, you know what? I'm really good at this. I think I should uh, start competing, and you can join the next competition. Definitely. You know, our main sponsor, uh, Monster, will also have drinks and, and stuff on hand, so... If you, you know, you'll be able to quench your thirst. And, of, of course, there's so many restaurants and yeah, for uh, sure. things to do. And, again, a shopping center. So when you're waiting in between matches, you can just check out Primo Surf or you're you such know, a corporate upstairs, sponsor, man. Stop, yeah. <laughs> I need to get a new headset, actually. I'm looking at that. There you go. Yeah. I mean, you know, so there's, there's options. There's yeah. options, guys. There's a lot of stuff going on with eSports on Guam. Uh, Laddie eSports, uh, go check out the website. Uh, get involved. If you want to be a competitor, you want to be a champion, well, you got to start joining those uh, competitions. Yeah, check it out. So there's a lot happening uh, nationally, locally about gaming. Uh, I want to do this regularly just to keep on top of what you guys are doing as far as uh, the Laddie Esports League goes international because the amount of money that's being thrown out there is stupid. Man, you know you know what I really want to talk about? I don't know if we can do it on this podcast. Maybe we do another podcast on this episode. It's microtransactions because I know you said you spend mm-hmm. like, you know, you'll throw $20 on, a, yeah. you know, helping support the Star Wars game, right? Star Trek. Star Timelines. Trek Timelines. Right. My bad. But, um, I mean, I put some money down oh, I'm sure. on oh, some yeah. mobile games, oh, and it's I've, a slippery slope, you I've, know. So. It is. I've spent some cash. Yeah. I would like to get into that. I think our next uh, podcast for Game On will be uh, microtransactions, paywalls, yeah, premium cool. currency, freemium, yeah, things like that. That would be a cool one. That might be a heated one. If you guys want to get in on one of these episodes, yeah, feel free to contact Andy or myself. Email me, yeah. Andy at KUAM.com. We'd love to get you on, man. We want to just talk games, what you're into, what you're looking forward to, things like that, and that stupid paywall. Definitely. We'll get into that next time. For sure. All right, that's it for this episode. Ken, thank you, my man. Thank you. All right, Wheeler's World done. Game on. Awesome, man. Dude, I can't.